Welcome to the January Donovan Show. I'm the founder of The Women's School, where our bold vision is to rebuild culture one woman's worth at a time. And we're doing that by providing an education and training platform for women. Because the best way to fight the devaluing of women today is to have a strength of mind, to be skilled, and to be strategic about how we can influence culture. And the best way we can do that is to train ourselves. We have a duty to personally develop who we need to become for the world so that we can set the world on fire. And in the woman's school, our vision is to form women so she can transform culture. Join me as I talk about how we can be a force for society. And it begins with us developing ourselves. How do we teach our children to be grateful in small things? A lot of times it's the small things that matter most and we could bypass this learning, not realize the importance of training them. We can't assume they know how to be grateful. So that's the training today. My name is January Donovan, founder of The Woman's School, where we do practical life training on how to be a woman for such a time as this, where there's no training on how to be a woman and women are suffering for it. So here we go, practical life. Now, the goal here is to remind ourselves that these little things are so crucial. They're not, you know, they're not, um, they're not um, an extra. They are indeed radically transformative. We know now that gratitude actually changes our brain. It's like a glue and gel-like in our brain. And not only is it, you know, nurturous spiritually, but from a very human level, the ability for us to uh, be a grateful person is going to change the quality of our lifetime. So, you know, teaching our children to be grateful is such a process because it's not just teaching them to say thank you. It's a lot easier. I mean, we could, our children could parents say thank you, but they're not grateful. And they're two different things The you know, learning how to communicate gratitude is extremely important, but more than that is learning actually how to have a grateful heart which then produces, you know, the script of gratitude. Now we could be grateful and not know how to communicate. So we need both. We need both the script, we need the mindset and also the skill set and the script to be able to communicate. And that's the goal here, because why? A grateful child has doors of opportunities open to them. And also an ungrateful child has doors shut. <laughs> doors shut. <laughs> and I say that on my child, ungrateful heart shuts doors of opportunities for you. I tell my children all the time because yes, my children complain. Yes, my children are not always grateful. And that's why we're constantly reminding them and training them and selling them on a life of gratitude. And what it is, is that it actually helps them wire into their brain neurologically. You're literally creating a new neurological pattern in their brain by developing a habit of gratitude, right? And if you started from a very young age, which I didn't because I didn't know about it, then it'll be a lot easier. It's like learning a language. And if you started at three or four years old, it becomes so natural, but not parroting thank you, learning to actually experience gratitude, which is an ongoing journey. It's an ongoing journey for mothers and how we constantly have to hold ourselves accountable to actually being a grateful mother and being a grateful woman because doors also shut when we're ungrateful. When we're that mother is constantly complaining about our husband, complaining about other people, guess what? People experience our ingratitude and they don't want to be part of our life. They don't want to hire us. They don't want to have doors of opportunity. But think about somebody who's grateful in your life. You're like, oh my gosh, I want to do something for her. I just love being around her. She's so nice. She's always so thankful. 
what do you need <laughs> right and that's the idea is that we're not doing it so the doors will open but we're doing it sincerely because it wires in our brain neurologically a life of meaning and contribution which ultimately then leads to our greater fulfillment which is what we want for our children ultimately is for them to live lives of fulfillment and the way we do that is we teach them and train them neurologically, psychologically, habitually with patterns of gratitude. So I'm going to go really micro here because some of these things can get lost and we think, oh, gratitude is this big thing and I have a gratitude journal. No, no, it's in the micro details that we develop these habits. So first is to remember our communication skill. In the woman's school, we talk about the new woman masterclass that our communication skill is 7% words. 38% tonality and 55% body language. So if I say to you, thank you, it's going to be different than thank you, right? That's, we call it the three layers of gratitude. I'm not going to do that training here. Um, do that uh, some other time we're in our new woman's school, but there's three layers of gratitude that we communicate. I can say, thank you. Or I can say, thank you so much for the food. So you're not only saying thank you, you're saying thank you for what? Because now you're making that person feel so important in the details in which you are communicating your gratitude. But there's a third part, right? It's thank you for the food. It made me feel so nourished. Can you imagine your child doing that? It's a three layers of gratitude, of communicating gratitude. So now let's remember 7% words, 38% tonality, and body language, 55%. So me saying thank you for that food, it was really nourishing for me, is different than thank you so much for that food. It was really nourishing for me. It's just a cow, you know, two octaves higher, but it will be received with greater appreciation. Why is that important? Because it doesn't matter what we say. It matters how we make people feel. And how we make people feel has everything to do with our tonality, our body language, and yes, the words that we use. But it's not just the words that we use. Because if I tell you, thank you, it's going to sound different. If I looked at you in the eye with a smile on my face, with my whole entire body engaged and say, thank you, right? So teaching that to our kids and modeling that to our children seems so micro, but you are going to see a transformation in your child if you help them develop this micro skill of, ex you know, of communicating their gratitude in an extraordinary way. Because ultimately, how you make people feel is how they will remember you. And when they remember you, they will think of doors opening for you. And that's what you want for your child. Oh my gosh, you know that Mike, Michael, he's just always so thankful, that kid. I love being around him. Hey, do you want to have him come over to our house and have him dinner or do you want to take him we're going to the park let's go take him that's what you want what it does is that it actually re um i would say reinforces good behavior because the adults around them are kind and they're good and they see the goodness in them therefore they reinforce a good behavior as opposed to if your child were disobedient ungrateful completely rude guess what the adults around them are going to reinforce what? Oh, this child is so bothersome. Annoying is an illegal word in my house. But yes, and so your child, not knowingly, because how would our child know how to communicate their gratitude? They're not born knowing how to do that. And I have to remind myself with eight children, I have to make sure, did I train this child over and over again how to communicate their gratitude effectively? And even though you train them, you have to constantly sell them on it. And, you know, because... I, I observe my children, I study my children, I'm realizing, oh, that's that, that, that communication gratitude and thinking Mr. You know, Smith for that was not really effective. And I have to hound them in and remind them that it's you know, 38 and 55. So that's such an ongoing training that we have to model for our children, but to remind them 
that it's their life and then how they communicate their gratitude with other open doors of opportunity for them are also shut for them. So you have to sell them on their own life, right? It's not just about me wanting you to be grateful. It's about you actually becoming grateful for your sake. And so what we want to do is rewire a new perspective for a child, this brain, right? We want to wire the obvious being thankful. It's kind of obvious, right? Sort of <laughs> common sense, not so much common practice. We want to rewire the idea of we have to be grateful, but awareness, awareness of when we need to be grateful, awareness of how we should be grateful, because awareness, it doesn't, you know, is the first skill we actually need to learn. If we don't know, we can't solve a problem that we don't even know we have one. So being aware of where they can be grateful, of how they can be grateful is the first skill that you can introduce to them. And I'll model the script for you. Giving them a script is crucial because you can tell your child, be thankful, but they don't actually know what it sounds like, know what to say, and then how to say it. And I see a lot of parents say, thank you. They thank you. This is how we communicate our gratitude, right? And a lot of times you actually have to wait for them to experience gratitude. It's not just saying thank you. It's having the experience. And it has to be something that we as parents, as mothers, why are the habit of seeing the effort behind the work? Did you see how Miss Susan worked so hard to try to get you to soccer practice and help you? You know, she was actually really, you know, she had a lot going on. That was so nice of her. Pause, let them process the hard work that somebody had to endure to serve you. Oh, you know, that teacher, she was, you know, she wasn't actually feeling well, but she went to school because she's doing her work. So this is a difference between just parroting thank you and helping your child experience gratitude this is work. It's, it's, I'm telling you because for me with eight children, I'm to constantly remind myself to hold a level of standard and sell my children on the effort of the adults around them so that they can what build the habit of having a grateful heart and not just parenting thank you. And even when they do parent thank you, sometimes I have to put that in their face what that thank you sounds like. You know, you're actually not making me feel grateful, right? Mothers that are grateful, do not always produce grateful children. We have to be intentional. Now, you could be there and say, I'm a really grateful woman. I'm really a woman. You know, let's just say I'm a woman of faith. That doesn't mean your child is going to experience your faith. I'm really a hardworking woman. That doesn't mean your child's going to be hardworking. There actually has a level of deep intentionality that is required of us mothers to model exaggeratedly how to actually live certain skill set, virtues, <laughs> more life. And one of which is, is gratitude. And it's somehow sometimes easy to take it for granted, but it we must assume that our child do not know how to be grateful and that we have to coach them through it, that we have to train them, right? right? Because when our child is in ungrateful, it, inval it helps, it gives them evidence that they're, they're not as valuable because people will invalue, in, invalidate their value by how they actually communicate to their child. Like they'll roll their eyes at your child. <laughs> or they do it intentionally. They're like, oh, I can't stand that child. Such a B-R-A-T-T, -T, right? Such a rascal. We say that, but what we're saying is that they, they were so ungrateful because who would call somebody, uh, you know, who communicates or grat gratitude with such kindness? Who would call your child you know, a brat or ungrateful if they knew how to communicate, but they don't, right? It's the idea is that we have to train them. People don't always remember, you know, what you say, but they will remember how you make them feel. This is something that I remind my children all the time. How you feel is how you will be remembered and you have an opportunity to contribute the highest and best self and remember people and remind people that they are valuable simply by the way you've communicated your gratitude to them. Giving people a sense of, of gratitude 
helps them to understand that they are valuable enough to you that you are willing to take the time to express your deepest, deepest, sincerest gratitude towards them. It's so simple. But what I think our world needs right now is foundational. I think we've lost our way that the way we communicate in the internet, the way we interact with each other, the way we interact with men, we've lost some of the most basic foundation skills, foundational skills that is necessary actually to operate as a society being polite, a sense of gratitude, a sense of courtesy, a sense of reverence for the words that we use. I mean, some of these basic stuff that we teach in the New Woman Masterclass in the Woman's School seems like foreign to so many of their youth. And yet our mothers cannot give what they do not have, right? So how do we cultivate grateful children, right? We we do it in the most tiny ways. We do it in the most micro ways. And that's what I'm going to show you is I'm going to show you how we do this through scripting. We have to first model communicating it we have to highlight you know the work behind it like i just said and then we need to raise awareness on when they should be grateful which is what i'm going to to do today i'm kind of brushing this really quickly and our goal as mothers is to not have our children just know how to say thank you but to develop a grateful heart for their sake and which requires us to also be a grateful mother because it doesn't matter what you tell them. It only matters how you show up for them. And they're going to pick up on your your 55% tonality, your body language, 38% your, and your 7%. So just remember, this requires you to be a grateful mother. That is the surest way that you are going to be able to communicate effectively is you model it for them, which is usually the challenging part. So here are 10 simple, and I say simple because we bypass this so easily ways, um, simple gratitude habits for your children that we might think that's not a big deal. Okay. So I'm going to give you a script. Now a script is a way to rewire in their brain. And what we do is we, you say to them, this is a new script and how we communicate our gratitude effectively, right? With our seven, three and 55%. And what we do is we say, listen, I have learned that it's important for us to actually express our gratitude. So I'm going to recalibrate our standard and expectations here and remind you to continue to express your gratitude. So you sit them down and you model it for them and say, you know, we're going to recalibrate and we are going to reset as a family. And I have an obligation uh, to, to help you develop a grateful heart because that's going to make you not suffer the, you know, someday. And that's going to help you achieve the deepest desires of your heart and what you're called to and you're created to be. So Remember that we communicate our gratitude with our whole body. So that's how you tell them. You communicate your gratitude with your whole body. It's not it's just not the 7%, okay? So how do we do this in most microwave? Number one, when you take your children out for dinner, model for them. So this is how you say thank you to mom, honey. Mom, thank you so much for dinner. I know that you went above and beyond. Mom, you can improvise the script, but... Tell them right before you take them out to dinner, pull them aside. So just remember, or my husband will sometimes do this so that he can, you know, so they know how to uh, remind them after dinner. It's like, no, you don't assume that you're going to be taken out to dinner. Let's express and make sure they're grateful after dinner when they're taken out. And just because a lot of the kids just expect, oh, mom and dad's going to do it. Mom and dad pays for it. No, bring awareness to the necessity of being grateful every single time you take them out. Number two, groceries. Children assume, oh, well, you're the parents who buy the groceries. No, 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 no. I can buy. I don't have to, right? I mean, you could. I could just put in a little bit of ramen, although I do like ramen. Um, just kind of a treat in my house because it's got a lot of preservatives, which means we don't have it readily available, but it's good. Um, not good for you. Okay, sorry, side note. So number two, 
well, you know, my children, so we go to Costco and we go to Trader Joe's and uh, some of the health food markets here. And so a lot of times they come home and they empty a lot of our groceries and we have a lot of groceries with these children. So I'm reminding them, which is, you know, a constant, really a constant reminder. Mom, thank you so much for buying all this food this week. And when my children complain about not having food or not having food, I remind them, listen, this is what we spent in grocery this week. I just expect you to actually be grateful because, you know, we go above and beyond to actually make sure that you've got food. So just eat what's served. Those things. I'm just giving you a script and that's what this whole training is about. Number three, for driving. Our children assume we just drive them everywhere. That's what my kids, right? Remind them, honey, every time you drop, get off the car, every time you get on the car, communicate your gratitude right away. Mom, thank you so much for driving me and taking my friends, even though you might be tired. Thank you so much. Like teach them a level of awareness that they are not entitled to you driving them all over creation. Like what we think mom should do, right? We, because we're busting our children everywhere and we complain about it in social media when driving here and driving here and we're tired and exhausted, but we haven't done the most important thing, which is to actually teach our children to have a grateful heart amidst all the sacrifices that we have endured. Instead, we're being resentful because we're driving over creation and they're not expressing their gratitude mainly because they don't know how to, or they're not aware that they ought to. Okay. Number four, when you make dinner every single night, mom, thank you for dinner. I just started instituting this with my children actually, because I realized, okay, I I'm always improving my strategy. And I realized one time, oh, this is, you know, I was having dinner and I tried to make an effort to make dinner sacred the best that we can. And that, you know, I tell my children dinner is at this time and everybody needs to be home if there's activities. And so I was making dinner and I went elaborately and making this chicken that I know that they would love. And no one said, thank you except my two-year-old actually he just turned three and he said mom thank you so much for dinner in this like voice and actually got me choked up because i thought and angry at the same time because i thought wow my three-year-old just said thank you so much for dinner mom like in his most innocent voice and i then was angry i'm like nobody nobody just said thank you don't assume that dinner is just made every single night without you having to say thank you it takes a lot of work to make dinner i mean this mom right now who's holding another baby trying to feed you doing the best that they can uh, thank you. Not like, thanks, mom. Mom, thank you so much for dinner. But that needs to be modeled for them. They need to know how to do it. And it needs to happen every single night. And I tell my children every single night, we have to learn how to say thank you for dinner. Thank you for the help that we have. Thank you for dad. Thank you for being here. Dinner ought to be something that we should be grateful for every single day because not assume that we have dinner. Number five, when we feed their friends. I always have extra because my friends have friends that come over and I love it. And I want to be able to have uh, training, I mean, I'm sorry, extra food for them. And so but sometimes my kids assume that it's like, oh, it just happens, right? Food is there and my friends can just eat whatever they want. No, no, no. It, it's not. There's boundaries within this gratitude and this generosity. It's not just free fall. And also train our children to say, mom, thank you so much for feeding my friends that extra popcorn or train them to ask, right? It's a level of courtesy. And I teach my children to tell, teach their friends to actually communicate also their gratitude to me because I know that that would open doors for them. And it's in my indirect way of saying, you know, we should help other children who might not be aware of the importance of communicating gratitude. And in this house, hey, just say thank you for my mom. So I can hear my children kind of like whisper, hey, just remember to take mom, thank my mom for dinner. And they always, my, my kids' friends are great. And they always, usually always think, thank us for dinner. Not everyone, but you know, most people, most children are not trained to actually go into other people's house and make sure they express their gratitude, right? Thank you for letting me eat. Thank you so much for buying snacks. It's so nice to, you know, that you're treating my friends and not just assume that, that we treat our friends just because it's their friends. Number six, pick up. 
picking up my friends, dropping them off, pick them up, dropping them off, sort of driving, but it's, I would say, daily pickup for school, right? Not just driving around for the activities, but it's like everyday pickup, the normalcy of it. Thank you, mom, for picking me up. So nice to see you. So nice to see you. How about that script, right? Imagine wiring that in your brain and imagine you as a mother saying, oh, it's so nice to see you. I love seeing you. I love seeing you. And then you communicate that. And then that becomes the conversation. And that becomes a beautiful conversation. That's what they remember because they feel what? Loved in this tonality, in the right language, in the tenderness, your hug. Thank you for picking me up, mom. Number seven, when they spend time with you, right? We spend time with our children and it just kind of assume that we spend time with them. We play cards. A lot of times, you know, the games that we wish we didn't have to play, but we do it because we love our children. Monopoly. I'm like, oh, please save me from Monopoly. Um, but teach them to spend, you know, to, to be grateful for the time that, that, that you've allotted for them. They don't have to be feel entitled for that time. This is something that we need to work on in my own house. And I really need to uh, invest in my children, making sure that they are, you know, remembering to communicate their gratitude after a game or after we're playing, after we're spending time together, if we're going out together. And that habit can go a long way. This requires us to be so hyper vigilant in bringing awareness to our children and say, hey, honey, maybe you didn't notice it, but just make sure you communicate your gratitude someday because it's going to serve you one day. And that's what I tell my big kids or my little kids, my middle kids, my seven, eight year old, I say, honey, you know, when we spend time together, make sure you also make mom feel important or dad feel important to thank you for spending time with me it just goes a long way and then you just repeat it repeat right it's repeat that's what it is it's what like that's how you learn a language to repeat not like a broken record but in a very tender way uh, number eight when you buy their needs right mom i need school shoes mom i need a coat mom you know mom thank you so much for getting me those shoes i'm so grateful a lot of times our kids just expect us including my own kids being like of course mom you're buying it for us because we need it for school no 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 like that is above and beyond. I worked hard for that. I lost sleep for that because I had to get up early to work and make sure that there's enough to provide for you and equally your father. So don't just presume that I'm just, you know, that that you're not in that you're you're not going to communicate your deep gratitude for basic needs. Adventure. Isn't it great when we can treat our children for adventure, whether it's a park adventure or a picnic? doesn't mean it to cost, uh, you know, a cost money, but that they know, Mom, thank you so much for taking us to the park or bounce house or whatever, or for that birthday gift. That's I'm just so grateful. Give them the script. See, these are very simple script, but you can speak it over and over again. Mom, thank you for homework every day. Mom, thank you for helping with homework as opposed to making homework such a complaint, making homework such a big deal. And mom, thank you so much for homework. Yeah, this could be a struggle, honey. I actually don't know how to do it. But mom, thank you so much for um, you know helping me, even though this is something that you don't know what to do. And make that a joyful situation. Make that a, an act of contribution where it's not this big, huge thing, but it's like, you know, just thank you. And I think you can't be both angry and thankful at the same time. That's Tony Robbins. And what it ultimately does, once again, is that a grateful heart opens doors of opportunity for your child, but also for you. Because once you model this for your child, they're going to also see doors of opportunity open for you as a mother. And they're going to witness and be sold on why they too need to have a grateful heart. And ultimately, you know, our ability to live a, a grateful heart is is also in direct proportion to our capacity to contribute good in the world. And so imagine if women were just grateful. Imagine if children were grateful. Imagine if, you know, uh, mothers were grateful. How would our culture change? That one simple habit of deeply expressing our gratitude in the most effective way in our 7, 30, 55% could radically change our culture, even if we just worked on that one skill as a nation, <laughs> right? That's sort of a bold dream. But imagine if we even 
practice this in school, in our school system, in our public school system, in our private school system, just the ability to communicate gratitude in those 10 ways, right? Ultimately, mothers, you know, we need to model for them making the ordinary extraordinary, right? Because in those little micro moments, we teach them that everything is significant and it's beautiful and it deserves an appreciation, right? We have to model for them the awareness of being grateful for those little things, because ultimately that, you know, that is then their training of a way of being and not just a way of doing. You just don't speak gratitude. You are actually a grateful child, a grateful woman, a grateful man. And you develop a habit then creates a ripple impact in all the different arenas of your life as we teach in the woman's school. And you get to see that, wow, I'm a grateful in my work here. I'm grateful for the food I'm eating. I'm really grateful. And, you know, your boss is like, I love being around you. You should lead. You sh I should promote you, right? Or I should give you a loan. Whatever it is, a doors of opportunity. I should invite you, and and ultimately, it it fulfills us when we are living a life of generosity, and that's a way for us to actually be grateful because it is a form of generosity. So, if this um, training serves you, we have loads and loads of it in New Woman Masterclass. It's really a practical training on how to be a woman. Go to newwomanmasterclass.com and join our movement of practical life training for this new kind of woman for such a time as this. Because if not you, then who? If not now and when, if women are not training to develop who they were created to be, and this is why we are now living in such a toxic culture, most of us are under-trained and under-skilled. And so it is time to take ownership and responsibility in becoming who we were created to be. Layers and layers of depth and discipline that we offer in the new one masterclass. So please join me. I hope to serve you. Please share this. It's a free training and please press subscribe. I'll be offering more and more training for you as we continue to grow in our school. There is no school that teaches us how to be a woman, how to manage our mind, our emotions, our bodies, our homes, our relationships, our careers and friendship, and all the practical skills that we need to honor every part of our life and become the woman we deeply desire to be. Women have a universal desire to live a life of meaning and contribution, and yet we are being blamed and shamed for the choices no one taught us how to make. Think about it. Doctors, teachers, nurses, and every other profession get access to training, and yet women are expected to know how to be a woman just because they're born a woman. But worst, we are valued based on our performance, perfection, position, popularity, and power we call the poisonous bee, which is why so many women quietly doubt if they're good enough. The truth is that our worth is unconditional and our value is not for sale. We are all unique and unrepeatable and what we offer the world is irreplaceable. The Women's School is a how-to school for women for such a time as this. It is time for women to rise up, become who she was created to be, and set the world on fire. My name is January Donovan, founder of The Woman's School, which is a how-to school for women for such a time as this. I'm a mom of eight and a business owner, and I truly believe that it is time for women to rise up, become who she was created to be, and set the world on fire. I created a foundational training on how to be a woman so that you can understand your value and your purpose for such a time in history where we are being erased. So buckle up and prepare yourself for the rise of the new woman.